Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday, the 29th day of April, 2023, your date 429 We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base Sports Talk, 1400 AM. And, of course, covering the world on the Internet with our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your devices, your iPhones, Androids, with the KSHP radio station apps that you can get at your app stores. You can hear us now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting. However, wherever, whenever, welcome to this Race Day Las Vegas radio program for the Saturday before the Kentucky Derby. One week from today, seven days, seven hours, 36 minutes, and 50 seconds and counting to be exact. The run for the Roses, the fastest two minutes in sports. America's most famous horse race, the Kentucky Derby, will be running. And we are gearing up for the Derby big time, that's for sure. All over the country, wherever they're stabled right now, most of them at Churchill Downs, some in Southern California, the last workouts, the last preparation of workouts are all on the morning tracks around the country this morning. They're getting ready for the Derby. These are the the initial, the final big workouts for these horses. This morning, the uh, predicted race favorite, Forte, worked a half mile in 50.09 seconds at Churchill Downs. Tappet Trice, another one of the horses that'll gain a lot of uh, backing. The Bluegrass winner went a half mile in 48.58. And uh, final quarter in 23.88, he galloped out five furlongs in 101.20, six furlongs in 113.81. But what we're trying to say is all of the horses, all of them out there, are taking their final workouts and reports to us from uh, Churchill Downs, uh, Santa Anita, etc. Seems that all the horses are working out and getting tightened up just the way their trainers want them to. There's no, um, you know, no flag raisers, either uh, spectacular workouts better than should be or workouts that aren't as good as they should be. All these horses are doing very well with a week to go to the Kentucky Derby because, you know, we are gearing up for that. That's for sure. Our Kentucky Derby seminar will be on Friday night, this coming Friday, Kentucky Oaks Day, Friday night, 
at the uh, South Point Derby Seminar at the Grand View Lounge at the South Point, right next to the race book. John Lindo, John Hardoon, and myself will go over the Derby. We'll take a look at what happened on Kentucky Oaks Day and all the other great racing that's going to happen over that weekend. That'll be at 6 o'clock in the Grand View Lounge. Next day, one week from today, they'll have the big ballroom open upstairs. Huge grand ballroom with big TV, screen TVs, big banquet tables. You could spread out your handicapping paraphernalia, etc. And, of course, betting windows and uh, for the big derby viewing and betting party, by the way. Myself and John's, both Jonathan and John will be there as well. Join us in the uh, derby viewing party in the Grand Ballroom one week from today. But we got the Derby Seminar coming up Friday, the uh, Derby Viewing Party on Saturday, all free, and you can park your car for free too. All right? So all systems are go. Today is opening day at Churchill Downs. And uh, taking a look at the weather in Louisville today, they say cloudy with showers, high 67, wind southwest at 10 to 15 miles an hour, and the chance of rain is 50%. That's what they say for today. So that's what we got going on as far as the weather is concerned for today. Opening day at Churchill Downs will have a nighttime card there, which is a twilight card here. First post time is 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. And, of course, looking ahead to next week, what are we looking at for next weekend? Well, Thurby Day Thursday, 79 degrees and uh, 36% of uh, p.m. showers. Kentucky Oaks Friday, scattered thunderstorms, a 48% chance of uh, showers. Going to get up to 78, overnight low 57. And Derby Day, one week from today, the weatherman says 52% chance of showers at the track. With a high of 78 degrees, you know the humidity is going to be high. We will wait and see if the weather changes a bit from there to now. As far as here in Las Vegas... At about 12 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time here in Las Vegas, looking out the studio window, we have uh, the temperature is 64 degrees. We're going to get up to 99 today, 99 sunshine, 64 degrees. Tomorrow, ditto, 99. Uh, Monday, we drop down to 91, and by Thursday, we're going to go down to 70 because we have a 33% chance of rain for Friday here in Las Vegas. But as you know, it's always fast, firm, and perfect in the race books where we will be. Friday is going to be 76. On Saturday, Derby Day here in Las Vegas, we got a high of 82 degrees. All right, now you're all set and ready and set and ready to go, right? Okay, on today's show, we have uh, John Lindo, Rich Ang, Jonathan Hardoon's picks, Jerry Jackowitz, and we're going to bring in uh, track announcer Matt Dinnerman from Golden Gate because it's the big gold rush weekend at Golden Gate, eight stakes races, six of them today, two tomorrow. And guarantees in the late pick five and pick four pools at Golden Gate. A big racing day there, that's for sure. So we're going to get to our first break. We got a lot to do on today's show. Opening day in Louisville. Could be damp, though. I can tell you this. Some of the tweets I saw earlier from Churchill Downs this morning looked pretty good. So I don't know what the weatherman's talking about. It looked pretty good, but we'll go with what the weatherman says. Sometimes, sometimes they're even right. And sometimes they're wrong. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We're rocking and rolling on this Saturday from Las Vegas, Nevada. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. Alrighty, back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program, wrapping up what happened to Keeneland. They had a great meet. Their spring meet had record all-source handle. It was a great day, and of course, yesterday at Keeneland in the Bewitch Stakes, Warlike Goddess returned to the races a winner. 10 of 14 lifetime starts. Winners. Ten winners, and of course, uh, she won the Bewitch Stakes for the third year in a row yesterday. $3 even for the win there for the Belmont trainee. Tyler Gaffleone had three wins on the card yesterday, wrapping up the jockey standings, and by all intents and purposes, they had a great meet there at uh, Keeneland. Record handle, all source handle at Keeneland. Hey, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers, racetracks around the country. We remind you, the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect that, the start times in the Pacific time zone. Because, hey, we're here, race day Las Vegas, we're in the Pacific time zone. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. Don't you know? Yeah. However, if you're listening worldwide through our many different platforms of streaming that we have, like all of our websites... RacedayLasVegas.com.Vegas.World.Global Your apps on your devices, your KSHP radio station app for your iPhones or your Androids or podcasting, however you get that. However, wherever, whenever. First post times are Pacific. Not in it. Adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything. Like, of course, I miss mom and dad, okay? So here's your menu for today. You ready? Here we go. Tampa Bay Downs. Nine races today. First post time, 920 at Tampa Bay. Pick six jackpot carryover, $11,873. We go to Laurel Park. Laurel Park is back in business today. Now they're going to run those five stakes races they canceled last week again today. They include the Native Dancer, the fourth race on the card. The Henry S. Clark, the fifth race on the card. The Dahlia, the eighth race. The Promenetta is the ninth. And the King T. Leatherberry Stakes is the 10th. Five $100,000 stakes races today of 11 races at Laurel Park. Let's hope everything stays safe and sane there at Laurel today. Pick six jackpot carryover, $6,957. Next comes Gulfstream Park. They have a super high five carryover there, $12,771. Their rainbow pick six jackpot carryover, $224,189. They got 11 races, Gulfstream. First post time, 940. Then we get to Woodbine, north of the border. Woodbine has 10 races. The Starshot Stakes is their seventh and featured race at Woodbine today. And their first post time, 
with a super high five jackpot carryover of $8,144 and a pick six jackpot carryover of $6,971. First post time set at 10, 10 a.m. this morning. Big A, Aqueduct in New York. All right. Well, I can tell you right now, light rain, 50 degrees. Track is sloppy and they're off the turf. Take the second, third, fifth, and sixth races off the turf. That includes the feature Memory of Silver Stakes. That's the second on the card, now at a mile on the main track. So their first post time for nine races today, Aqueduct, with those type of track conditions today, with a pick six carryover from yesterday of 19729 and 41 cents. It's set at 1020. 1020, first post at Aqueduct, the big A today. Then we go next to Oaklawn Park. Oakland Park has 11 races, a couple of $150,000 stakes races. The ninth is the Dig a Diamond Stakes, fillies and mares, four-year-olds and up. The tenth is the Bachelor Stakes for three-year-olds at six furlongs. 11 races today at Oaklawn. First post time, 10.30. 10.30 at Oaklawn. Santa Anita, your great race place. 12 races today at Santa Anita, a couple of stakes races. The Providencia goes as the third, and the Santa Maria goes as the ninth. 12 races at Santa Anita today. Pick six jackpot carryover, 166,191. First post time Santa Anita is one o'clock this afternoon. And then we get to Golden Gate. The centerpiece of racing today, Golden Gate, Northern California. It is the first of the two-day gold rush weekend. 12 races. You got six stakes races. The California Oaks is the sixth. The Camilla Urso is the seventh. The Lost in the Fog is the eighth. The Golden Poppy is the ninth. The California Derby is the tenth. And the Grade 3 San Francisco Mile at a mile on the turf is the eleventh. Twelve races today at Golden Gate. A lot of action going on. They got a guarantee in the picks four and pick five, late pick four and late pick five pools today at Golden Gate. And their pick six jackpot carryover today, 7,546. First post time, Golden Gate. Matt Dinnerman is standing by. Turf Paradise has eight races, two quarter horses, they'll be futurities, six thoroughbreds. First post time at Turf Paradise is 125, and they still got that big pick six jackpot there. 425,929 in the Turf Paradise pick six jackpot. First post time, 125. Churchill Downs opens today, opening day, 10 races. First post time, 3 p.m. Pacific time. The Roxalena Stakes is their ninth and featured race. Ten races at Churchill for the Curtain Riser. First post time again, 3 p.m. Pacific. All right, next comes Evangeline Downs. They have nine races. First post time, 3.30. Charlestown has uh, eight races. Their feature, it's been too long, Stakes. That's the name of it. Seven, seventh race on the card. First post time, 4 o'clock at Charlestown. Pick six jackpot carryover, 95501 and then we wrap it up with Los Alamitos in Southern California. They got 10 races, three thoroughbreds, seven quarter horses. Los Al's first post time. Los Al's first post time today. How about this? 7.25. 7.25. Hey, that's the menu of racetracks available today. And we're going to go right now in Northern California. Standing by is track announcer Mac Deniman, uh, Matt Deniman. Matt, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing this morning? Well, we got through that racing menu. A lot of stuff happening the week before the Kentucky Derby, but a lot of folks are looking north to uh, Golden Gate today for a big gold rush weekend. 
That's right. 12 races today. You talked about those guaranteed pools, the late pick five races, eight through 12, 150,000 is guaranteed. It's a guaranteed pool in the late pick five and then 200,000 guaranteed in the late pick four races, nine through 12. And, and, and Ralph, you sort of mentioned it the week before the Kentucky Derby. And that's really why we placed this weekend this week, because we knew, you know what, there's not going to be a lot going on. So. Let's make something happen here, and that's what we've done, and this is the fourth year we've done it every year. The first three have been very successful, and we're expecting it to be the same way today. Oh, I think it is, too. No doubt about that. A lot of uh, Southern Californians seem to be making their way to the Bay today. Yes, and they, they've been very strong participants ever since we had the inaugural Gold Rush weekend. You find a lot of these horses, the mile, for example, comes up very strong. You usually get some very nice horses in the San Francisco mile. Mm-hmm. But even in these other stakes races, you're getting a lot of these horses that have got some talent. Maybe they're not quite at the graded stakes level, or maybe even they're a real nice horse that's just trying to get a confidence booster. They're trying to pick up another stakes win for the resume. So um, we've seen a lot of Southern California participation, and we have seen them do very, very well. I got to tell you, uh, they are uh, the some of the races uh, got short fields, but even the California Oaks, you got to you got to throw down between Smiling Lady and Lily Pooh, and then you got to watch out for Master Kate uh, uh, Cat as well. So that should be a good chess game. The uh, California Oaks, the first of the six stakes races today. Yeah, and the California Oaks is, is it's an interesting race. Sometimes it feels real well, and other times you get a small but pretty competitive field, and that's what we have here. And I, I don't think that the you know even though Lily Pooh looks like the class of the race, uh-huh. uh, I, I don't think there's a standout. I think they're pretty evenly matched. I think Smiling Lady's the best of the locals, but she's very one-dimensional. So uh, depending on if Lily Pooh goes out for her, it could set up for an off-the-pace horse. So I think that's a very interesting handicap puzzle. Of course, the Camilla Urso is the seventh at five furlongs on the turf, and again you've got uh, Alex Marble from Southern California out there at eight to five with uh, Umberto Rispoli, and of course a Christmas Surprise at five to two in the eight uh, Philly Field. Yeah, and I personally think that's going to be a, a formful race. I think one of those two are just a little bit better than the others in here. I want to say Alice Marble, too. Mm-hmm. She reminds me a lot of S.Y. Sky, who actually was trained by Phil Diamato and owned and bred by Nick Alexander, who mm-hmm. campaigned Alice Marble. Just a really, uh, really classy, consistent runner. And S.Y. Sky, she won the 2019 Camilo or so. So she's rightfully the one to beat. I actually picked Xmas Surprise or Christmas Surprise. I'll make sure to say it right by the race. But coming off that, that really that five furlong turf dash at Del Mar, which is uh, the conditions today, she lost by a half length in the summertime to Twilight Gleaming. Twilight Gleaming would be one to five in this race. So, uh, you, you know, I think those two, they're going to be a handful in there. Uh, the eighth race is the Lost in the Fog Stakes, and folks, it's not named after being lost in the fog. It's named after one of the most famous sprinters from Northern California, and I guess uh, the race goes through Top Harbor. I think it does as well, and he is just a really nice horse, and he just does everything you ask him. He's out of the mare Reba's Tops, who's been a fantastic broodmare. She's actually been pensioned. Uh, but she has been a great broodmare. She won a number of stakes races as a racehorse. Not a lot of pace in here, though, Ralph, for a sprint race. Interestingly enough, you don't really have a confirmed front runner. So uh, it's gonna. I think it's going to be one of these races. The pace, believe it or not, in a stake like this is not going to be fast for a six-furlong sprint. Who gets the best trip and also who has the best kick? 
Well, let's see if uh, some jockey will take the initiative and, and go out and try to uh, take him gate to wire in the short six furlong race. Then we have the Golden Poppy on the turf course, the second of three stakes races of the six today on the Golden Gate grass, and it's uh, a full field and very competitive. This is one of the better stakes and better races in general on the whole card. And by the way, the eighth race, we just talked about the loss of the fog kicks off that late pick five with a 150,000 guarantee, okay. 200,000 guaranteed in the late pick four beginning in the ninth race. Uh-huh. Uh, my top pick in the race, Ralph, is actually buyback. Uh, I think that last race off a of layoff sprinting, she's not a sprinter, old school tactics just to get a race under her belt. Last year, she ran in this race, ran just an absolutely outstanding race. Dueled in the lead the whole way at fast fractions and almost won, but got nailed in the final stride by a runner named Avenue de France. And you know, she turned out to be very nice and just yeah. got better after that win. And she won a great two at Del Mar. So uh, it's a very competitive race. In my multi-race bets, I would spread. I think there are a number of ways to go there. Great betting race. And the horse that you like is 8-1 to one on the morning line, uh, suggesting how wide open this race is. The buy- number four buyback in the ninth. Now we get to the California Derby. For the three-year-olds, the 10th race on the card. And uh, although Chase the Chaos is uh, the favorite in this race, it looks like a wide-open event. I agree. I mean, this is, by the way, this is a great daily double races, 9 and 10. I think mm-hmm. there are a lot of ways to go in these next two races. Uh, you got Chase the Chaos, who won the El Camino Real Derby. Prince Abu Dhabi, he's undefeated. He's done nothing wrong in his three-race career, getting a class test. Carson is a very well-bred horse, number two. Expect him to show speed. Speaking of speed, there's a lot of pace in this race, and that's why I landed on Passerando, number seven, who's a multiple-stakes winner. I think he's best when he gets a real strong pace to run into. I think he's going to get the same pace he did three starts ago when he was a real eye-catching winner of the Gold Rush Stakes on this track as a two-year-old. And he had a really hard campaign, Ralph, uh, for 2022 and 2023. So he freshens up two and a half months. I know they tried to get him in a prep race, didn't go, but I think that could be a blessing in disguise because I think that freshening will do him good. And insider info, I watched his workout on April 23rd. I was there all morning that morning. Mm-hmm. He was the work of the day. He looked outstanding. So I think Passerando is sitting on a big race, number seven there. All right, that's the Derby. Time to get to the uh, grade three San Francisco mile, one mile on the turf, three-year-olds and up, the marquee race of the day, nine go in this one. And although the Southern California invader, Bolitnikov, is your nine-to-five favorite with Umberto Rispoli, they're not quite given the trophy to him yet no and, and he's one of these horses that i think he's beatable i don't think he's unbeatable uh second start off a layoff second start as a four-year-old facing older horses his two stakes wins last year came in the ocean side in the grade three bryant station at keeneland uh, i think there's pace for him to run into and that's going to be a really good thing for him because i think he's trip dependent i think he needs that pace uh-huh. and i agree with phil diamato i think that this turf course here at Golden Gate, it's a little more of a European-style course as opposed to down south where it's a little more firm. I think Balnikov's really going to like that. I actually went with Dicey Mochara on top, cutting back a quarter of a mile. I think this horse is going to get the right trip. I actually think he's going to get the jump on Balnikov. Uh, so the San Francisco Mile, it's a really fun race. You've got some really nice horses in there. Flavius, Bob, and Jackie, a bull from the Papa Padromo stable. Tarantino's always been a well-liked horse, and he sort of runs his company. I think he's got to look at a price. And some locals coming off a of layoffs, a couple locals on the up and up. So 
there's all types in this race and another race where you could make a strong case for a number of them. I want to remind everybody, 12 races today at Golden Gate. It is the first of the two-day Gold Rush weekend. A couple of more stakes races tomorrow, but big racing today at, at Golden Gate. Matt, I want to thank you so much for wedging out a little time for us here because the Las Vegas crowd always likes to bet uh, Golden Gate. And I know you're busy and I know somebody's waiting next to get you on the air. So we'll let you go and have great racing today. Thank you so much, Ralph. Thanks for covering us this morning. Good luck, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. You got it, my man. Thanks so much. Matt Denneman will be the announcer today at Golden Gate, and, and he does also uh, he does handicapping for the folks on the simulcast signal between races each race. So that's what's uh, going on, taking a look at Golden Gate. Want to keep you here for just a second because Jonathan Ardoon, when he was with us yesterday, gave us a pick for Golden Gate today. It does come in the San Francisco Mile, and I'm going to give it to you right now. In the 11th race today at Golden Gate, the San Francisco Mile, Jonathan Hardoon likes number six, Lamplighter Jack. Eight to one on the morning line with Abel Sedia aboard. Number six, Lamplighter Jack, 11th race at Golden Gate is Jonathan's play there. I got two more for you for him as well as our other handicappers. So we're going to take our next break. And when we come back, we'll continue on the fast lane on this Saturday before the run for the roses. We continue on Sports Talk 1400 AM and our new FM station that we're simulcasting on 107.1 FM here in Las Vegas as well. Yeah, that's right. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. back on race day las vegas and now we're going to go out to uh, john lendo standing by he's got his show at the top of the hour so we'll get him in next john uh, a big day i think in california you got uh, you got a great racing card competitive card all 12 races at santa anita and a couple of nice stakes races there and of course golden gate with the big uh, gold rush uh, weekend going on up uh, up north yeah, going to be a busy day, going to be a long day, a, a lot of good racing up at Golden Gate. we got 12, like you say, at Santa Anita, 
And then with the Churchill night car starting around 3 o'clock uh-huh. our time, we got a lot of afternoon action today. It'll be fun. I got to tell you, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in front of the TV set uh, and, and in the book, that's for sure, and uh, making some races and trying to get some winners. Uh, yesterday at Santa Anita, we had a couple of strategically placed uh, surprise horses that produced an early pick five uh, payoff of $14,488.50. And of the sequence, in the first five, not one favorite came in. You had $1380, $1280, $2160, $27.13 that produced a big payoff in that pick five, early pick five yesterday at San Nita. Absolutely. You know, not, not huge fields, but when you're, anytime you can be favorites, it doesn't matter what the field size, and all of a sudden those payoffs jump forward. So a uh, big payoff for the opening uh, pick five yesterday. Bob Baffert continues to be a guy who can get a horse off of over a year layoff and get him ready and to rock and roll at first asking and a return. That happened yesterday in the eighth race that featured with Ida. Uh, John uh, Juan Hernandez aboard on Ida paying $3.80. Everybody knew that she was ready to go. She had a little test from Teddy's uh, Marino, but uh, in the end, Ida continues to be a winner at the track. Yeah, you know, that's she's won, a, I don't know how many in a row now, but yeah. uh, she had to earn it yesterday. Tatis Brino gave her everything she wanted. They fought down to the wire at Ito's best, and, you know, she's a, she's a great at stakes winner for a reason. She's she's fast, and she's she's got heart. So uh, we'll see where they go from there, but that's a good, solid prep for wherever she's going because she worked yesterday. Talk about a gem of consistency. Warlike Goddess wins the Bewitch Stakes at Keeneland for the third year in a row for trainer Bill Mott and jockey Joel Rosario. Now having 10 wins out of 14 lifetime starts, what a race mare, a marathon grass race mare she is. Yeah, you know, she was off the pace. The half mile was 52 and I change. And I, and I think the six prongs was 118 or 119. And uh, she just angled out, came rolling down the lane. Temple City Terror tried to go with her, but uh, there's a reason she's a champion. And, again, the, the longer they ride races, the better she gets. And it's nice to see her back for another year running. And, John, they had a record all-source handle at Keeneland. I guess we can uh, say that the Linda Report covering Keeneland each and every racing day from southern Nevada and specifically here at the South Point in Las Vegas had a little bit to do with that. Well, the handle was up. The races were fun to play, and you get all kinds of variety of different races. There wasn't a lot of rain which forced any races off the grass, so the cards stayed intact, and you see what happens. The handle goes up. Absolutely. All right, John, I know uh, you're getting ready to come here in uh, Las Vegas for the big uh, derby weekend, the uh, seminar uh, on Friday for the derby, Saturday the viewing party at the uh, South Point, and, of course, you'll be doing a Linda report covering all of Santa Anita each and every day like you normally do in Southern California, but you're picking up a Churchill Downs full sheet uh, for, I believe it's uh, third Thursday's Thurby Day card. It's kind of hard to say. Thursday's Thurby Day card plus Friday's Kentucky Oaks card and, of course, Saturday's Derby Day card, right? Exactly. Yeah, there'll be a number of stakes races on that Thursday card at Churchill Downs, and we've got to watch and pay attention going into the big uh, Oaks and Derby days, so we'll have a card for all three those those days at Churchill, and again, covering Santa Anita like we always do. And Mother Nature says there's going to be rain in the area uh, over that weekend, uh, and hopefully maybe... uh She'll be a little bit wrong, and we'll have uh, some great racing uh, conditions for uh, Churchill Downs. But that main track just dries out so fast. If, if it stops raining an hour before the derby, the track will be fine. 
Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a lot of rain in the area next week. I, I really don't think it's going to be a factor, Ralph. I, ho- I hope it isn't. And, uh, Me too. Yeah, like you say, that track dries out in a hurry, and uh, I think it's supposed to be in the high 70s. So if it does rain, it'll probably do nothing but uh, help things out a little bit out there. John, I know that all of the major players in the Kentucky Derby around the country, the one stable already at Churchill Downs, the one in, in Southern California at Santa Anita, and uh, every place in between are getting their final workouts uh, their big final workouts uh, between yesterday and today. Any word of any workouts that we should know, good or bad? Here's a list of workouts so far this morning, uh, Ralph. At Churchill Downs Hit Show ran work six furlongs, one thirteen and change. Verifying and Company work six furlongs, one twelve and four. Kings Barnes and Major Dude is trying to get into the Derby. They worked uh, five furlongs together in a minute and four fifths. Tap it trice, a very easy five furlongs in one minute and three fifths. Mm-hmm. Forte and company was just galloping a, a half mile, 49 and change out uh, five furlongs, 102. Angel Empire, very impressive working with Jace's Road and company, 114 and two. Confidence game work, 59 flat. He hadn't been seen on the track in a while, so it's yeah. an interesting work from him. Yeah. And then Mage uh, was just in an open gallop, six furlongs, one sixteen and four. So a lot of action at Churchill Downs today. Uh, Santa Anita had uh, a couple of uh, horses. Uh, your, uh, I believe the Santa Anita Derby winner had a workout. Was it yesterday morning? Yeah, practical move work five furlongs yesterday, fifty nine and three, and his stablemate reincarnate worked a bullet half mile forty six and two uh, for Tim Yachtin. They'll be on their way shortly to Churchill Downs. All right. Now, while we're waiting for all these horses to get in place and the final elements to be put in place, the post position draw, how they train, how they uh, accept the, that particular racing surface when they go out there and gallop, etc. cetera. Uh, of course, uh, the weather conditions and the track conditions and, of course, how they're going to handle the 150,000 150, uh, crazed uh, folks, uh, you know, uh, when the race comes up and they walk over for the race, etc. All those final elements yet to come. But now as we wait, we look ahead to Northern California where they're having a big gold rush day of card uh, today. Have you looked at any of those races at Golden Gate that you have an interest in? You know, Ralph, very little. Obviously, the San Francisco Mile is the interesting race to me. So uh, a lot of uh, Southern California representation. Balnikoff will probably be the favorite. That's the 11th race on the card. But I tell you, Labrado Baraccio, Lamplighter Jack, in the starter allowance race coming from back east last time was really good. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's this class, but uh, at eight to one on the morning line, I've got an interest in Lamplighter Jack today in the San Francisco Mile. You and Jonathan Hardoon both land on Lamplighter Jack. Uh, Jonathan gave that horse out to us yesterday on the show. So uh, number six, Lamplighter Jack seems to be the live horse to go against uh, Bolitnikov in the San Francisco Mile. And again, folks, want to remind you as Matt uh, reminded you early, there's going to be guarantees in the late pick four and late pick five pools today at Golden Gate. Plus, they got to carry over in their pick six jackpot. Now we turn to Santa Anita. Twelve races today at Santa Anita and a good competitive card there as well. Uh, you know, uh, there'll be quite a few jockeys going from Southern California to Golden Gate for the gold rush uh, today, isn't there? Yeah, you've got a number of guys up there. Umberto, excuse me, Umberto Rispoli, Abel Sedil, Drayden Van Dyke, Jose Valdivia, all up in Northern California. One name you're going to see on the program today is at Santa Anita, a jock from the Middle East, Antonio Frizu. And uh, he he was working horses for Doug O'Neill and Bob Baffert over in Dubai. Uh, he comes out. His agent is Tom Canoose. So 
Tom's well connected, and Antonio Frizu picks up four mounts today. Just a little, he's a, a journeyman, no apprentice allowance. So if you see that name, that's who he is. Uh, yes, and I understand that uh, Frankie Dettori had a lot to convince him to come on out and uh, try uh, the good old USA. Yeah, well, again, he knew him from uh, riding back there in Maidan City, and uh, if he, if uh, Frankie says he fits and he should be out here, I think he fits, and he probably should be out here. He ran fourth in the last race last yesterday night, on yeah. Snap Daddy. That's, I think, the first mount he had in the United States. And he's got several today as well, right? Yes, four mounts today. Yeah, well, with all those other jocks up north, maybe uh, he can uh, make some hay and, uh, you know, uh, uh, make a good early impression, that's for sure. Twelve races today at Santa Anita. The Providencia is the third. The Santa Maria is uh, the ninth. Two stakes races on the card. John Lindo's Lindo Report, the complete report for all 12 races today at Santa Anita, plus a suggested late pick four and all this goody information we just uh, talked about all on the one comprehensive sheet of the Linda Report. It is available only in one place here in Las Vegas at the South Point Racebook free of charge. Compliments of the uh, South Point. And, John, we'll get a winner from you. Let's go down to the 12th and final at Santa Anita. So we got to pace ourselves. Down to the 12th yeah. race, number six, Shocking Gray, comes off of two route wins, turns back and goes down the hill. I think she's going to love being a late-running sprinter down the hill. She had already shown she could sprint on the flat course, but this extra distance is only going to help her. She'll be coming from off the pace. You've got a really live jockey-trainer combination, Hector Berrios and Jeff Mullins. Six to one on the morning line. Look forward to make the last run. Number six, Shocking Gray, race 12, Santa Anita. Twelfth race, Santa Anita. John Leno gets us a winner out the door for a little dinner. Twelfth race, the six, Shocking Gray, the six in the twelfth and final. Get the rest right now at the Lindo Report covering in the entire Santa Anita card at the uh, South Point Racebook. John, start packing bags. We'll see you here next week, but we got a lot more to go before then. We'll talk to you tomorrow. What's up at the top of the hour? I'm going to have uh, Scott Shapiro on from Churchill Downs, who's there doing the workout show for Churchill. We'll get an update on all those workouts that were held this morning for the Derby and Oaks horses. And uh, uh, Bob Ike and I will be on there, and we'll talk about all the California racing today. And I think Bob's going to do the, the San Francisco Mile. We'll see who he comes up with for us. Uh, and that's at thir- thurbudla.com, 9 o'clock. Say hi to Bob for me and all the folks there. Thanks a lot, John. All right. Good luck today. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to our break because we still have Rich Ang to go. Jerry J to go, and we got Jonathan Hardoon's other two picks to go. So don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
righty, back on race day, Las Vegas, on your new FM station here in Las Vegas, 107.1, in addition, of course, to Sports Talk 1400 AM. Now we're going to go to uh, Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, it was a successful Keeneland meet, that's for sure. They went up and handle all sources, and uh, it, it was a hell of uh, a meet as far as competitive racing, that's for sure. They had a little bit of everything for everybody, and uh, Tyler Gaffleone had a three-bagger yesterday to uh, clamp down the uh, jockey standings there at Keeneland. But now we moved to Churchill Downs, and now all of a sudden, you know, we all take a look at the, the weather report out of Louisville uh, for this upcoming week. Scattered showers in and out the whole week, and, and uh, let's hope that uh, we can kind of duck it for a Friday and Saturday. Yeah, you know, the, the way I described this first week at Churchill, it's it's almost a continuation of the Keeneland meet. I mean, the racing is outstanding every day, Saturday, uh, today, and opening day, and then you got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So it's almost like a continuation of just, just outstanding racing in Kentucky. No question about that. Uh, Richie, I know you do a Santa Anita uh, sheet. You got one for the all 12 races today at Santa Anita, your handicapping sheet available at the racedaylasvegas.com websites. Did you take a glance at anything going up in the gold rush uh, today at uh, Golden Gate? Actually, I did not. Uh, believe it or not, I actually looked at the card at uh, Laurel with the Laurel Stakes. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because I got to get an update from Laurel. Uh, you know how much uh, they've been having a problem with the uh, main track there. Well, the weather at Laurel, they say, is uh, the weather at Laurel is bad. They had rain, so the turf races are coming off the turf, all the turf races. Now, the third race uh, is not a stakes race, comes off the turf. But the fifth race, mm-hmm. the Henry S. Clark comes off the turf on the main. The uh, eighth race, the Dahlia, comes off the turf on the main. And the 10th race, uh, the King Teed Leatherberry will come off the turf and on the main. And they say the main track has been labeled sloppy, this latest report out of Laurel. That, man, I'm going to tell you, that's a little dicey because that main track is the one that they've been having trouble with. Yeah, I was not familiar with the weather, Ralph. So, uh, I was not either. John yeah. Lindo uh, was checking for me on the break, and uh, that's what he said they reported to him. Okay, uh, I tell you what. If you want a bonus pick, I'll, I'll give you one of the the main track stakes races. I will. Uh, we will. We'll, 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 you don't have to. You don't have to ask twice, buddy. Let's go to Laurel. <laughs> Let's go to race number four. It's uh, the Native Diver, a hundred thousand dollars mile and an eighth, uh, going around two turns. Let's try the one horse, Vance Scholars, five to one in the morning line with Ruiz riding uh, for uh, Philip Capuano. But the, <clears throat> this horse should be able to get a ground-saving trip and really kick it in late. So at 5-1, to one, I like that price. 25 win plays, two for the RI, number one, Vance Scholars in the fourth. The fourth diver. The fourth race, Here's number one, uh, Vance Scholars. The one Vance Scholars in the fourth race is your bonus selection for Laurel. Uh, the Native Dancer, which was named after a horse that lost only one race in his career. It happened to be in the Kentucky Derby to a horse called Dark Star. What? Yeah, I think it was Albert Van- I think Albert Vanderbilt was the owner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, time. <laughs> it was a little bit before our time, but I do, do remember when I was uh, <laughs> active uh, in uh, my early days of learning as much as I could about the racing game. Native Dancer stakes the fourth. You like the one in that race, and we'll wait and see how that uh, track plays out today. All right, uh, now we can go to uh, San Anita. Yeah, I tell you what, I have a pick in the opener. It's a mile on the grass, and uh, the, the horse I like is number one, Bertha Cool, 
five to two in the morning line. We, you mentioned that uh, Humberto Rispoli is up in Northern California. This is his mount, but the, the jockey who picks up the work now is Joey Bravo, and I certainly don't mind Joey Bravo riding on the turf. Should be able to save all the ground on the inside. This horse just got claimed by Reed Saldana from uh, Patty Gallagher. I think uh, uh, that's that's okay uh, as far as a barring move because uh, Saldana has a uh, plus 28% First off the claim, not too shabby for a, a smaller barn. So let's go 25, win place, two for the RI, number one. Birth of Cool off the claim in the first race, Rob. First race post time, 1 o'clock Pacific time this afternoon, a mile on the turf, and we got a key, we got a singleton for our early pick five. In number one, Birth of Cool. The one in the first race, easy to remember. Rich Ang's play for the race day listeners, the one in the first race. Don't forget, Rich has got all 12 races. His handicapping uh, selections are available right now at the racedaylasvegas.com websites. All right, Rich, thanks a lot. And uh, I know that we'll all be taking a glance at uh, Churchill Downs to see what's going on there. That's for sure. Yeah, if I, if I could just plug, I'll be doing a full card analysis report. Uh, for Friday and Saturday, Oaks and Derby Day for Bridgenet.com, but certainly it is available at the RacedayLasVegas.com uh, website. Rob. All right, and those uh, those uh, reports that you put together are very comprehensive, and you do a lot of work on them. I want people to uh, uh, just know that this is not what his usual sheets look like. He just delves into it really hard each and every race, all races. So, again, your Southern California sheet is available today at Santa Anita. Uh, for uh, today's 12 race card at the racedaylasvegas.com websites. And Southern California, again, will be available, uh, of course, next week. And the Churchill Downs Friday and Saturday cards, the big comprehensive reports, will also be available at the racedaylasvegas.com websites, correct? That's correct. And they'll also be done a couple of days earlier because usually my uh, Southern California sheet, yeah. my Keelan sheet, is the night before. But uh, these uh, these reports will be due a couple of days early, so should be able to get the Friday, like, for example, on Wednesday, mm -hmm. and get the Saturday on Thursday. So that gives you people even more time to uh, incorporate some of that analysis into their own handicapping. Well, I know one thing for sure. They'll be drawing for the Kentucky Derby on Monday, and we better take a long, deep breath and relax on Tuesday, because when we hit the ground on Wednesday, it's nonstop until the put the blanket of roses on the winner in the Kentucky Derby, that's for sure. Thanks a lot, uh, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. All right. Now, when we come back, I'm going to give you Jonathan Ardoon's plays. He's got two. One at Santa Anita, and believe it or not, he's got a play for opening day at Churchill Downs. Yeah, he does. And then we'll get uh, Jerry J. So we're wrapping it up on this uh busy Saturday race day shootout show. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Time to wrap it up with Jonathan Hardoon Selections and Jerry J. We'll go to Jonathan first. Uh, we're going to give you Jonathan's play at Santa Anita first. So go to Santa Anita, your sheet at Santa Anita. Go to the ninth race at uh, Santa Anita. Jonathan's play comes in the uh, second uh, feature, the grade two Santa Maria today. The ninth race, Jonathan likes number six, Bellamore. Number six, Bellamore, Ramon Vasquez aboard. The six in the ninth race at Santa Anita is Jonathan's first play. His second play comes on opening day at Churchill Downs. And at Churchill Downs in the eighth race, remember, Churchill Downs' first post time is 3 p.m. here in Las Vegas. This will be a late, late bet. In the eighth race at Churchill, Jonathan likes number three, Quick Money. Number uh, three, Quick Money. At uh, eight to one on the morning line, the three horse quick money in the eighth race at Churchill is Jonathan's uh, second play for the race day listeners. Of course, you've got to play for him out of Golden Gate earlier as well. Don't forget full sheets. Jonathan has full handicapping sheets for Aqueduct, Oak Lawn, Churchill and Santa Anita. All right. Now let's go to Jerry Jackwood standing by his power pages. He has full power pages for both Santa Anita and Aqueduct as jerryjspowerpage.com. All I can say, Jerry, is, uh, well, the track came up pretty uh, sloppy there at, uh, at yes, Aqueduct. And we're, uh, we, didn't do the, uh, we didn't do the handicapping for that condition. So the race is off the turf. You're just not going to be able to use the power page effectively unless there's some M's or P's in there, which there are a few, and you can use those. And if you see a star on a horse, it does mean he's in good shape. So um, that might be useful information as well. So that's the kind of thing we're going to have to do in those four races. But um, on the others, you should be able to adjust very nicely. All right. So the second, third, fifth, and sixth races off the turf, the power pages were not uh, handicapped for uh, the sloppy main track. So now uh, in this particular situation, the P's and the M's on the sheet always means potential in off track, and the M's mean uh, they like a muddy Proven. track, right? Yeah, they've they've done they've done well on a muddy track in the past. And when I say well, I mean they ran higher than expected, faster than expected. Okay, now. Uh, we want to remind everybody that Jerry did have a winner for us in the seventh race yesterday at Aqueduct, bet down and paid $5.70. And at Santa Anita, I had a Sirocco play going between you and Jonathan, uh, but we both got beat uh, by Miss Ellingwood on battle call. You guys finished second and third, so time to try it again today, that's for sure. We've yeah. got a selection at Aqueduct and a selection going on at Santa Anita. So what say you? As long as they're running, I'm okay with the play. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. let's go to. Uh, I agree. Let's go to the uh, ninth race today at Aqueduct for our first play. Um, number three, Dad's good runner, just just looks faster than these, and uh, seems to be in pretty good shape. And Michelle Nevin seems to have uh, found how you know found how to space this horse and get him ready for a race. So he's in with a really soft group. Um, 
Maybe he'll handle the wet track. He's run okay on a wet track, so uh-huh. maybe he'll do okay. He doesn't have much to beat here. If you get three to two or better, you're probably okay. I'll take the three over the one eight ten small reverses. Number three, Dad's good runner in race number nine at Aqueduct. All right, ninth race at Aqueduct. Uh, you like uh, the three horse, Dad's good runner, and uh, in this race, uh, the three is your key. Give me the linkups again, real quick. Yeah, one eight and ten. All right, one, eight, and ten. All right, there we go. And I'm just checking the late scratches. None of them are scratched. So in the uh, ninth race, the three over one, eight, ten, and reverse two dollar ROI on the three, with uh, Aqueduct's uh, leading jockey right now, Manny Franco aboard the three. Well, he's in- part of he's part of the handicapping uh, analysis. So okay, good. Uh, three in the ninth race at Aqueduct. Now we we'll go to Santa Anita, buddy. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to race number one, see if we can get a winner right in the first. Never seen before for Ian Hardy. Um, gets Juan Hernandez. That's a little bit of a of a, a signal. Uh, this is really second off a lap, and he he really came came out running in his last in his last effort. But he was bottled up and didn't have uh, the the clearest of trip. He came on twenty three in a piece, okay. um, which shows me he's in really good shape. He draws the two posts again. I think we got to give this horse another shot. Two to one or better seems pretty reasonable to me. I'll take the two mm-hmm. over the one, three, four, and five. Small reverses, one, three, four, five, back over the two. But the two, never seen before. That'll be my feature play. And pop out key if we get three to one. All right. I got a ding, 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 ding. I got another Sirocco play. Rich Ang earlier on the card came with the one, Birth of Con- Cool. Number one, Birth of Cool was Richie's play. Your play is the two never seen before. The two, you like the two over one, three, four, five, and reverse. Richie likes the one. So the Sirocco play is the box, exact box of one and two. And if you want to do tri- trifectas, one and two over uh, uh, Jerry's link-ups. But uh, we'll try another Sirocco play again today. Right. The one and the two finished literally a, nose, uh, a millimeter apart last okay. time out. So they're the, they're the two right horses. All right. You got him. By the way, Manny Franco has 34 wins at uh, Aqueduct. The next closest jockey, Jose Ortiz, with 13. He's over double Jose Ortiz right now. Yeah, Kids. well, Jose hasn't been there for the whole Right, I understand. But, yeah. but man, he's a terrific rider. Yeah, he's doing He's doing a great job there, too. All right. We got all that action across the country, plus your gold rush at Golden Gate. We hope you got enough out of us today because, well, we're going to be back tomorrow anyhow. So uh, go ahead and say it, Jerry, one more time. Have a great, great day, everybody. One week to the Derby. Oh,